Imagine, if you will, a season. The temperatures are hotter than ever, and so are the announcements in a certain industry. Fans of numerous platforms are rejoicing as their dreams become reality. The new releases aren't too bad either. Well, except for one platform in particular. This platform hasn't made its major announcements public. Their new releases are just kind of okay. The fans grow restless. They wait, but their patience wilts a little each passing day without news. This platform? Nintendo. Then a light parts the clouds, bringing joy to those who see it. Descending from this shaft of light is a person. A person who has come to share what little news there is with the desperate masses. A person who is prone to swearing and isn't afraid to talk about dicks. I am that person. This is Nintendo Megabits. Buckle up. my beautiful, faithful listeners, and welcome to the July 2022 episode of Nintendo Megabits, where I am here to summarize the news that we have, speculate about the news we don't, and answer some wildly inappropriate questions about our favorite IP. The big news this past month, or since the last time we met, is the Direct Mini Partner Showcase. It's not the big Direct that we were expecting, but it is, you know, a font of news. Nier Automata is coming to Switch, and in a move that absolutely stuns me, it's gonna run natively on the Switch. Which, uh... What the fuck, Kingdom Hearts? Why do you have to be a cloud version? Pac-Man World, the first game, is getting a remake in Pac-Man World Repack, coming out this August. I liked the Pac-Man World games, uh, the one or two of them that I played. I think this will be, uh, fun enough, a perfectly adequate title. Persona 3 Portable, 4 Golden, and 5 Royal are coming to Switch. They've been announced for every other platform. They finally got confirmed for Switch. So, that is out of the way. Uh, 5 Royal is the first one. I think it's coming in October. I didn't look it up. Because God help me, I will never touch that video game again. I've beaten Persona 5 three separate times. And I'm done. I'm, I'm quite finished. Now, for the direct mini news that excited me personally that I get to subject you to. Harvestella is a new title from Square Enix coming out this November. And it promises to take the farming, life simulatory kind of experience you would find in Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon or Story of Seasons or Rune Factory or any number of other titles and put some Final Fantasy in it. And if that's not an equation for a happy will, I don't know what is. Speaking of a happy will, there's a new Mega Man game coming. Well, it's not a new game, I guess, but it's more Mega Man. The Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection is going to come out in 2023, bringing the handheld action RPGs to the Switch. There are a shitload of games in this collection, and I am pretty happy that that's going to happen. 
The big one, though, the piece of news that really got me excited the most. We got a trailer for Return to Monkey Island. I'm a huge Monkey Island fan. I know you can't see it, but I have a Guybrush three-point statue on my shelf. I ordered the very fancy, very expensive Limited Run Games uh, Monkey Island Anniversary Collection, which has a bunch of rad swag in it. I love this series. I love this franchise. I was certain that no more was ever going to come. And here it is. A new entry directed by the original creator, no less. Ron Gilbert is back. And Ron Gilbert has rather famously not really been a fan of where the series went after Monkey Island 2 LeChuck's Revenge. I'm excited to see Ron's vision. I'm just excited to play a new Monkey Island game. I'm fucking thrilled. We don't have a date yet on it, but uh, it is supposed to come out this year. And I am very excited. Now, there was a lot of other news in that Direct Mini, but I have a lot on my plate already this month for Nintendo Megabits. You can go watch that video yourself, or watch it again, more likely. But it does leave one burning question. Where the fuck is the real Direct, the quote-unquote real, proper, would-have-been-at-E3-if-E3-existed Nintendo Direct? I would love to tell you that I think it's going to come this month, but it's the 19th when I'm recording. I haven't heard anything of you. It's very possible we might get it at the end of the month, but uh, we may have to settle for sporadic announcements over the course of the remainder of 2022. Though I do imagine we will get at least one Pokemon Direct about Scarlet and Violet, as they are due out this November. But enough speculation. Back to the real. New Genesis games have come to Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. We got Comics Zone, which in my opinion is a Genesis staple that really should have been here from the beginning, but it's here now, and I'll take it. Joining Comics Zone are Target Earth and Zero Wing, two games that I have absolutely no experience with whatsoever. And then, the cherry on this surprise Sunday of Sega re-releases, Mega Man The Wily Wars. Mega Man The Wily Wars is a remake of several NES Mega Man titles done for the Sega Genesis. I am super psyched to play this game. I absolutely forgot that it came out until I saw it on this list. I am going to have to go check that out as soon as I'm done editing this podcast. But Genesis isn't the only platform that got new titles this month. Nintendo 64 also got a new release. Pokemon Puzzle League, which is just panel upon for the N64 with a weird Pokemon veneer applied to it. I'm not a huge fan of this title. I do like Panel Dupon, but the theming comes from the anime, which isn't inherently a problem, but I do remember having the distinct impression that this this game was made on the cheap. So, uh, you know, if you already have the expansion pass, you've already paid your money, give it a shot. Just maybe don't expect the world. Now, if this wasn't bad enough, if it wasn't bad enough that we were getting a Nintendo 64 game that I didn't really care for, Japan is getting Custom Robo 1 and 2. That's a game about fighting robots. I love fighting robots. I'm furious. They should have put this on the US platform as well. Just left it in Japanese. They've already done that with other titles. Panel upon on the Super Nintendo, just in Japanese. Mario's Picross on NES, just in Japanese. Like, come on, just let me play with the robots. And in a strange add-on, the official Nintendo account bothered to tweet that more N64 games are coming, which seems odd unless the announcements are imminent. 
because the expectation is that more titles will be coming, I guess there must be some pretty soon. Maybe later this month, who knows? Splatoon 3 is due out in September of this year, and to go with it comes a Splatoon 3 Switch OLED edition. It has a lot of really cool detail work on the dock and the back. The Joy-Cons are fantastic. They are a lovely gradient. One of them is purple, and I am in love with it. I am in romantic love with the purple Joy-Con on the Splatoon 3 Switch OLED edition. Stop the presses, Bayonetta 3 has a release date. Bayonetta 3 is gonna come out on October 28th. Fantastic. I would absolutely love to spend my Halloween playing a game about a gun-toting witch who does weird magic with her hair. The news came alongside a new trailer that announced the release date, the collector's edition. Good luck to those of you seeking that out. You're gonna need it. And one other thing that I'm gonna take the time to point out, Naive Angel Mode. For those of you that don't know, Bayonetta is a Devil May Cry kinda action game. So you do a lot of fighting, lots of combos, lots of dodging. Bayonetta's big, powerful combo finishers are typically in the form of a giant hand or foot that breaks through a portal and strikes the foes. That hand or foot is made of hair. That hair is Bayonetta's hair. I know, this is very strange, but stay with me. Bayonetta's hair, up to this point, when it's not being a giant hand and or foot, is rather busy being Bayonetta's clothes. You heard me right, her clothes are also made of her hair. God, I hate explaining this. This is my life. So when you do the big fist or the big foot, some of Bayonetta's clothes go away. And that is a little saucy. You don't really see any details at any point, but it is enough to really earn the game an M rating. The naive angel mode makes Bayonetta's hair clothes remain intact, even when summoning giant hair feet and hair hands. I need desperately to talk about something that isn't hair. Fortunately, perhaps the most hairless of Nintendo's characters, Kirby, has a new game coming out. Yes, another one. Kirby's Dream Buffet. In a trailer for the new game, Kirby picks up what has to be some manner of enchanted fork, shrinks down, and you spend the game rolling around, racing around on giant food, eating pieces of it as you go, growing ever larger, and it looks like at the end, the Kirby's will be weighed, and that's gonna be a pretty big factor in how you place. I say how you place because this is a race. There will be multiple small Kirby's rolling around on these assorted desserts, swallowing up bits of frosting and large strawberries. I don't like to be this reductive, and I know countless other outlets have made this comparison, but I just can't help it. It looks a lot like Fall Guys. It gives some very Fall Guys vibes. The racing to the end, the platforming over obstacle courses, and just generally the pastel vibes of this trailer really made me think about Fall Guys. But in a good way, not like in a this is super derivative kind of way. I don't know, it's supposed to come out summer 2022. I'll give it a shot and let you know what I think. <laughs> but enough with the news, enough with the business. It's time for listener questions. James Murray asks, what Lego Nintendo products would I like to see? Hyrule Castle or the Temple of Time. I want a big, fancy, 
four adults Zelda set. I just, I want to build, it's super lame, I want to build a castle with Triforces on it. That is the first thing that came to mind. I would also really like to build Samus's spaceship. I really like building Lego spaceships. The Lego Star Wars ship sets have been some of my favorites of all time. So yeah, there we go. Those are my, those are my answers. Adam asks, does Kirby eventually shit out the bones of his enemies? Now, even a basic level of knowledge about biology would lead you to the answer that yes, of course, Kirby would shit out the bones of his enemies. But I'm here to tell you that no, Kirby does not shit out the bones of his enemies because Kirby is not beholden to the rules of life as you and I know them. Kirby is an otherworldly being. Kirby is an otherworldly force more than he is a being. In his gaping maw lies a portal to a pocket dimension filled with nightmares, acids, creatures most foul, and also a lot of vegetables and cakes. Once swallowed, Kirby's prey is locked in this pocket universe forever. There is no way out. There is no light at the end of the tunnel, but the light is really Kirby's anus. That's not gonna happen. Once Kirby swallows, it's over for you. Antonio asks, Nintendo is giving the Mario sports titles another round. Do you think we have a Mario Super Sluggers on the way next? And if so, are you excited for it? It wouldn't surprise me, I'm gonna be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a Mario Sluggers title. Just because they've made all the others, uh, <laughs> well, almost all the others. We haven't had a Mario 3-on-3 basketball yet, but I certainly wasn't expecting a new Strikers. That said, if they do make another Mario Sluggers game, I don't know that I'm all that excited about it. These Mario Sports games on Switch have looked really nice, and they've been fun enough to play, but they've been so light on the content end of the spectrum that you just don't spend a lot of time with them. It's a real problem, and I don't expect a Sluggers game that comes out in the near future to fix that problem or be the exception to that rule. It's something that would make me happy to see, but I think deep down I would know and I would expect that it's gonna be a little light on content. It's gonna come out, the plan's gonna be to release new players and fields later, and just who knows how long it's gonna take to get them. Jesse asks, I'm someone who doesn't like competitive online games, not much of a Kirby fan, and the last game I really enjoyed was Pokemon Legends Arceus. What games would you recommend for me? Right now, Nintendo's offerings are a little sparse, and the ones that we do have are a little sparse on content to keep one busy, especially in an offline way. So I can't give you a new release that is 100% worth your time. The only recent release that I can think of to recommend for you would be Monster Hunter Rise or Sunbreak if you've played Rise. You can play it online, but it's not competitive. You can also play it completely solo. That is 100% fine. You can even do the online versions of Hunts by yourself. Totally okay. Absolutely doable. I think Rise is a lot of fun and it does build on the Monster Hunter franchise in a way not totally similar to Legends Arceus, but I really feel like the wire bugs and being able to sling yourself into the air and onto walls and at monsters, 
really adds a lot of fun and kinetic energy to the experience. Now, Monster Hunter Rise is something of a niche recommendation. It is not a franchise for everyone, and it's most likely clear to you if you like Monster Hunter or not. I'm also a little underwhelmed, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play through some Switch releases that uh, I didn't get to last year. I'm going to play No More Heroes 3. I have a shrink-wrapped copy of No More Heroes 3 that I haven't even opened because I was too busy. I'm going to play Shin Megami Tensei 5. I'm going to find the games that I missed out on that I didn't have time for, and I'm going to dive into those, at least until September, because I do love Splatoon. I know, Splatoon, you said not for you, so that's just me again. Outside of Splatoon, I'm probably just doing backlog and playing games on other platforms until Pokemon at this point. Unless, of course, we get a new Direct with some surprise available todays, but who knows if we will. That's a very good question, Jesse. Thank you so much. Megabit's faithful PD McD asks several questions. Would you call the Mario Brothers for your plumbing needs? Only if they're the Mario Brothers from the Mario Brothers Super Show. I would take those weirdly swarthy gentlemen to fix my pipes. I don't think Mario and Luigi, as represented in the video games, could do a very good job. PD also asks, who would you like to play Wario in a Wario movie? Danny DeVito. Next question. If Mario and Luigi are Italian, what does that make Wario and Waluigi? Watch Waluigi's animations in any of the recent sports titles and tell me that he is not a Frenchman. Interestingly enough, Wario is a German man. They're not from the same place. They don't have that brother's bond that Mario and Luigi have. Some of the earliest voice clips we have for Wario were recorded in German. So Wario is a German man while Luigi is a Frenchman. And then last question, would the first M-rated Mario title be mature because of A, language, B, nudity, C, drug use, D, violence, and then I'm assuming he's left a space for other if I felt the need. I'm gonna go with nudity because it makes me laugh and because the community has already responded favorably to Mario's nipples. In Mario Odyssey, Mario's nipples are shown for the very first time and people got way too excited about it online. They know that there's buzz under Mario's overalls. I just remembered that at one point in my life, I ran a sprite comic and one of my characters was just Mario, but naked. He walked around with a little sensor bar over his little digital penis, his little digital dong. Anyway, that's the last question. Thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Nintendo Megabits. Hopefully when I meet you back here at the end of August, we'll have a big direct to talk about or at least some news of some description, but I'll be here either way, ready to bring you the news and answer your bizarre, disturbing questions. Take care out there, and I'll see you right back here next month for another Nintendo Megabits. Breaking news! Breaking news, everyone. Stop the end of the podcast. Breaking news. Daisy is coming. Daisy is coming to Mario Strikers Battle League. And so is Shy Guy. But Daisy is finally taking her rightful place in the Mario Strikers Battle League roster. Effective this Thursday, July 21st. This rights 
a catastrophic wrong that I did dedicate a disproportionately large portion of my Mario Strikers Battle League review to. Daisy is here, she looks fun as hell, and she's not here to take shit from anyone. So, that's fantastic. Okay, this time for real. Bye bye Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! We're with the Mario Brothers, them plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sick is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be